This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. really small in the corner there don't put baby in the corner that's what i say how the devil are we all good evening good night good morning good afternoon good day goodbye hello welcome along this is ltid tv from leicester till i die coming to you live on facebook twitter and of course good old youtube and if you're joining us on your favorite podcast platform whether that be stream uh, stream yard whether that be uh, oh god give me one of those shows apple itunes spotify google podcasts or even youtube podcasts thank you for lending me your ears if you've got the smart speakers on don't forget just to say to it play the podcast lester till i die and if you want to follow us on any of our socials they are all there search us either as ltid tv or lester till i die tv and you will find us um we're going to have to say start with a few hellos and a big huge thank you to start with um to uh, Highfields Fox, who is in uh, as well. I've just seen him pop in. But I've got to say a big, huge thank you. Who is our newest member? Uh, $1.99 a month. 
click on the link below uh, in the description, uh, or it is actually um, under the actual video itself on YouTube. Highfield, you did say you were going to do it, mate. You were as good as you were. Thank you so very, very much indeed. So our newest member, and uh, it's only one ninety nine a month of your good old English pounds. So thank you so much, Highfield. It really does mean a lot. Uh, another member we've got in, Doug. Good evening, sir. How are you? He says, good evening, Chris and Brad. Uh, LCFC Grey Forever Fox. Uh, evening, Chris. Another member. Um, hope you are... I hope you are well. Uh, it's a flying visit, pub night. Grumpy old girls meets up. Grumpy old gits meets up. Uh, well, they, it's like that every night on here with me and Dave, isn't it? Uh, but thanks for popping in. Three members in a row. It's like buses. <laughs> you wait for them. <laughs> I, I was talking one day. I was out. I'd come home from the pub, and I, I saw this girl on the corner. And I said, like, are you, uh, you know, are you free for a bit? She said, oh, she said, no, I can't. She said, why not? I said, oh, I've got a, you know, bus driver's thing on tonight. I said, what, what do you mean bus driver's thing? She said, well, I'm, I, I'm seeing three of them. I said, will you be long? She said, well, you know what it is with bus drivers. <laughs> one comes along and then, yeah, then we'll leave it on that one, shall we? <laughs> Have you seen Brad's face? Uh, nobody puts questions. They don't. Uh, evening, Doug. Uh, everybody's saying hello to everybody else. That's the standard. If anybody is new to the chat, welcome along. But that is the standard that we we aim to achieve. We've got we have got very low standards here, and I've got to be honest with you, it's very rare that we actually come up to them. Uh, Blue Fox is in. Good evening. Um, has Leicester supporter done it yet? I don't know what you mean, done it. Um, but uh, I, the answer is I don't know. Nate's in. Good evening. Another member's in. Hi, how are you? Hee hee. Um, uh, sorry, I'm late. Well, as long as you got a note from your mother, it doesn't matter. And somebody appreciates my jokes. Look, talking, <laughs> talking. This, this guy, I didn't see him out that night, but I'm sure he was. Uh, Brad, good evening, sir. So come on, admit you you love my jokes. Yeah, like a hole in the head, mate. Yeah. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. The funny uh, thing is, I know, I know a bus driver, so I wondered why he wasn't. He was out late one night. Now I know. Don't ask him. Is it true? You know, <laughs> I might have to now. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, we have got some news. Um, everybody's been asking. I say everybody, one or two. Um, oh, I'm exaggerating. One person asked me the other day in the show. So I'll go just go through it again very quickly before we start this evening's entertainment. Um, oh, look, there we go. Um, are you ready? We all like a quiz, don't we, Brad? Yeah, I'd like to be good at them, but apparently I can only just enjoy them. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, some people are meant to be presenters. Some people are meant to be contestants. And I think you are the former. Yes, yeah, sadly, I am, and even then I forget the answers. So yeah, I, I wasn't going to mention that. I well, I thought you, I thought you might, so I'd get it out of the way just in case. There you go. <laughs> well, it does. You could well fall into this category. Well, end. <laughs> might need that. I might need that in case some of my uh, future quiz competitors yep. come on and give a silly answer. I might have to call them that. But we are, we have got a new channel. Um, so this channel will just have the, the one quiz on, the uh, which will be just for Leicester fans only, the big fat Leicester quiz. 
but we've got the new channel, um, LTID TV, the quiz channel, which is going to be Top 10 Battles Renamed. We're coming along and we're painting out that logo, Brad, and calling you the quiz channel. Yes, we are. So uh, if called, quizzes are you worse, I'm honest with the monitor. You've not been here. I've called you worse. Yeah, yeah. You've, had, you've always had the decency to tell it to my face as well, mate. So, you know, <laughs> but if you like a football quiz and, and, you know, the quizzes that will be coming up, some will be Leicester based, um, but that's obviously entailed with the channels. But it doesn't matter if you don't support Leicester. If you like a football quiz, we've got neutral quizzes coming up as well. So do get yourself over to over to that channel get the early subscribers and let me know if you want to be a part of some quizzes coming up chris is going to be advertising them while we're constructing it it's still under construction but it will be going up over the off season that will be the best chance to get yourselves on on the corner of the street the other night (laughs) well (laughs) i I told you to say that i mean what who said that (laughs) so a couple of i mean they're they're not all leicester based like you said so you can uh, be an arsenal or liverpool uh no you have to support decent football teams don't bring arsenal into this i was trying not to say (laughs) forest to be honest with you Uh, (laughs) we've got the pyramid game there basically we test your knowledge of your club um the price is right which is all about transfers so a little bit changed to the one that we did uh, on this channel room 101 uh take on a fellow fan from your club um who am i don't answer that brad it's rhetorical <laughs> before you go <laughs> yeah i thought you might have come back with it. But <laughs> well you said it not me well, again, like you said earlier, I thought I would before you did. Uh, who am I? Uh, is will is one. Uh, I really am looking forward to this, Brad. Million point drop. If you've seen the TV program, you'll know what it's going to be like. Uh, I'm really looking forward to watching that. Uh, Nations League. How well do you know the players at your club? And it is all going to be coming soon. So from next week, hopefully we'll get on and, and, and get the, the look and the, the channel redone. But you can still follow it now at Top 10 Battles. And it will still, you'll, it'll just literally be a name change. If you subscribe now, you'll still be subscribed then. So please get over and do it. And also follow Brad on the big old Twattersphere at Full Time Focus. And you can join in the Prediction League. I think you said Doug uh, had done that already. Yeah, as long as a few of us, the numbers have been grown over the few last week or so. So, there yeah. will, there will of course be championship games. So you've got to remember that uh, there won't be Premier League games. There'll be yeah. championship games. So by you've got till nine o'clock Thursday night to get your predictions via Twitter to Brad. Don't chase him up. Oh, sorry, he won't chase you up if you've not got it in by nine o'clock. You miss out on that week unless you send him a fiver through the post and he might just let you do pay, PayPal, show me age there, send a fiver by PayPal, he might let you off. But basically, the deadline is 9 o'clock and you get that weekend's and if there's a following midweek game, which there probably will be with it being the championship, uh, and you must list them as sort of, say, Leicester City 5, Coventry City nil. Don't just put 5 nil because obviously they're, they're listed differently on different sites. Um, and if you don't, like I say, don't get them in. You basically, you've lost out your points that week. And if you miss two or three in a row, Brad has the right to drop you out altogether. Uh, if you're going on holiday, just let him know in advance and then he might even be a little bit kinder to you. 
Uh, and of course, yeah. there'll be updates every Friday, at eight o'clock on the uh, Prediction League show with Steve. And talking to Steve and his um, brand, Foxy77 Clothing. .co.uk. I'm not sure if it's back up yet. They were, again, under construction, reconstructing his website. Uh, but the overall winner will receive the following uh, Foxy7 cap, beanie, T-shirt, sweat top and hoodie. Oh, wouldn't you just love... Wouldn't you just love a Nottingham Forest fan to win that? <laughs> oh, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? They'd have to say, no, no, it's just because I like foxes. It's nothing to do with that team. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is going to be so funny. Um, um, I will say, I will, I will say this, Chris, and I, I know I haven't mentioned this at all. I've kept it very well under wraps. I haven't bragged about it at all. But to quote Michael Jordan, as he said in one of his documentaries, right, I win two in a row, and then Leicester go and get relegated to the championship. I am elite, Chris. I've, I've taken this personally. I am elite. <laughs> You're not. There's only one person that is elite. I'm Premier League. I am elite. I am proper elite. No. I am Dorinda. Hear me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you two off in a battle against each other. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still gonna play that now. I know we're not in Premier League anymore, but I'm still gonna be playing that next season. Uh, people are talking transfers in the uh, chat. To be totally honest with you, the way I'm feeling, I don't give a shit about transfers because there's going to be so many ifs, buts, maybe. We're probably being linked. Messi's probably going to be linked with us because he's leaving PSG. I don't care. Until it's signed the, this season, same with oh. the manager as well. I, rumours, I do not give a shit about. If I was to do a show for every uh, based on every rumour that we've done, you, you, you'd be sat on my lap, Brad. Oh, ooh, that's a thought. But, mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, there's two, you know, we'd, we'd be we'd be like Castanian phase, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. And well, I've got more air, so I'd have to take the role of phase on that one. I'm not sure about you being up my arse like that, mate. <laughs> yeah, you'd definitely have to be phase. I'd have to buy a wig. But look, no, uh, so I, I, there's just so many rumours, and that's all they are. I don't give a shit about rumours. Once once it's reported that, you know, but on the site or you know, on the LCFC, then we'll possibly look at it. But up until yeah. then... I think I, I think at a, at a push it'd be if Fabrizio was talking about it, wouldn't we? Because yeah, that yeah. tends to be that's the most solid him and him and the likes of you know Jeff Peters and, and and that who work at the club or work within the club. They're about the only ones you'd really care about saying yes. transfer wise. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. Chris, you might as well just stick Streamyard on, hit record, and never never disconnect the show. Yes. Yeah. Um... I just subbed to you. That's to you, Brad, by the way. Blue Fox has just subbed to you. Brilliant, mate. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. Appreciate it. So we say we're going to be rebranding that next week, hopefully, if we, if we, if we get off our backsides and do it. Uh, predictions will be starting, well, basically the Friday before the first weekend, Anthony. That is when they will be starting. Uh, but... Um, you have to be, like I say, have joined in the league. 11th of June, we're going to stop taking entries, depending, because we're not going to get to the point where we're going to want too many, because, you know, in fairness, Brad's got a life, so he tells me. So he doesn't want to be spending... No, I don't remember, don't remember telling you I've got a life, Chris, but yeah, I know that was the excuse I used when you asked, why can't you do 300? I said, I've got a life. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> right, here we go. So, 
Leicester City actually did not do a players' award season this year. Uh, and I don't blame them because it would have been too bloody embarrassing. Uh, I was thinking of doing an alternative awards show. So, like, who was the shittest player? Who who was the you know the worst game? And but to be honest with you, we'd have been we'd have been here till next season. Uh, trying to talk <laughs> yeah. So I thought the easiest and simplest way to do it is, as you can see there, with Mark or Brighton. But we're just going to well. Jordan Blackwell, who was invited on, but unfortunately I did leave it very late and he is engaged. Brad says he's running away from him, but, but I, he, mm. he might be right. He might be right. He is. He is, Chris. I told you, he's afraid. He saw the tremble. I saw him trembling the other day. He, he was on his laptop. He was watching this YouTube show and I recognised the voices, Chris. And I looked over and he was watching it and it was me giving him a play's rating and he was going, oh, God. He knows more about football than I do. And I laughed. And he turned around, he saw my face, he looked at his screen and he shut his laptop like he'd been caught watching Naughty Channels by his parents. <laughs> Jordan Blackwell, I know you're out there. You're scared to take me on, son. It's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I do that. If, if somebody comes in and I'm looking at a Coventry City channel. <laughs> no, wasn't that mate. Wasn't that? No, no, no. No, you'd rather say it was porn, wouldn't you? I was about to say, honestly, <laughs> it wasn't Coventry City. <laughs> Oh, I still wish I had that music. Anyway, so we're going to go through the players. Basically, we'll bring it up player by player. And, of course, I've made the cock up that I, I put it in alphabetical order and the Mercury haven't. But what we're doing is having a look at what Jordan said. Then Brad will give his – or he's already given me his votes. Uh, it'll be on the graphic. And Brad will tell us why. And we'll then see what Jordan says. And then Brad will tell us why he's right and Jordan's wrong. Um, yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> Uh, so um, we are going to do this and go through the squad and maybe a couple of managers as well. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor and all podcast platforms. Something is coming. Something big to this podcast. Hello, Chris. Oh, that sounds a little bit, oh, something is coming, yet it was the three bus drivers. Right, Brad, let us start with Mr. Albright on. Um, Jordan gave him four, but you didn't even put him on your list, so I presume that was a nil. Yeah, um, I thought I'd put him on my list, I'll be honest with you, but it wouldn't be much higher anyway. And the only reason it wouldn't be much higher than, than zero uh, is because he didn't really play. No. It wasn't his fault. He was loaned out in January, so he hasn't, he hasn't been here for the last half of the season. And this isn't personal, but you can't give him a rating of four, Jordan. He didn't play. And I, what effect did he have on us this season? A few substitute appearances... But he just didn't play, unfortunately. You know, I'm not, you know, people might see that and want to get a pitchfork. So remember, I'm rating him what he did for less of the season. And unfortunately, as much as I wanted him to be here and play in feature more than he did, he didn't. So, mm. yeah, I couldn't rate him on that basis. Yeah. So no, no, I, I understand. I was surprised when I saw some of these. I'm thinking, did he really play? And yes, you know, there was a couple of games. Uh, so I get the zero. Um, he was given a, a four by Mr. Blackwell. Um, and he basically said he barely featured in the first part of the season 
And then when he was getting game time, he left on loan. So basically what we were, what you were saying, his style of play didn't appear to fit with what City wanted. Now, I don't know whether you can say that because he, to me, he was what we wanted. Well, considering we was playing with wingers and putting balls into the boxes and all Brighton's the best crosser in that team, uh, I think you're talking absolute cops got absolute bollocks, Jordan, really. Um, but you know, that that's each to their own opinion. You just yours is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you just want me you just want me to play it, don't you? I do. Your opinion is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm starting to think already. It might only be one name in, but I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you work tonight on this show, Chris. He's a bit of a bell end. So, Jordan Blackwell. I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> I told you, you need, you need a counter for it. If you'd said it was Brendan being a bell end by not picking him, that would have been. Are you now? Wow, well, you know you've said it. You know I'm going to go into another another list and click it and everything, you bastard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, dear. Uh, Gray has just put, um, is that crosses in? <laughs> well, <laughs> we already said yesterday, didn't we, we, we would keep him. So um, Yeah. Although, uh, go and check that show out and listen to some of my reasonings for keeping or getting rid of. Go and check that after this. Hmm. Now, Just saying. Oh yes, don't do it now. Don't do it now. Um, Dave's favourite player, Mr. Martin. Now you actually do agree on quite a few here. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm sure this was sort of 300% more than Dave would have given him, but you've given him three, uh, and so has Jordan. Do tell us. Do 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 tell us. Do 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 da da you know what? I, I do feel a little bit sorry for Amati because he's one of them players that you had in your school team, didn't you? He weren't any good, right? But he tried his heart, bless him. He gave you every, he gave Leicester everything. When he played, right, he might have given away penalties, but he was giving everything. And the only problem is he just wasn't really that good at it. I mean, I know, I know a certain Craig used to profess that he was like player of the tournament when he played for for Ghana at the Africa Cup of Nations one time. But that yeah. that tells you that's like winning top ice cream award in 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 the Mister Whippy contest. That you know, it's it's nothing really to write home about to mum and dad, is it? So, as much as I love him, and as much as last season he was our most improved player, it, he went back to being Daniel Lamarty this season. Um, and unfortunately, even in the mess of the defence that we had this season, he, he just he just wasn't that great. So yeah, unfortunately, he only got a three. Well, what basically what Jordan said, and I, I'm a bit scared that after all, all the build up, that you are going to agree with him way too much tonight. I don't know if you saw his results before you put yours in, but there is now a... I just think he's copying my own work, Chris. It's childish, if you ask me. Caught your own answers, but Jordan. <laughs> um, they said basically a court hero last season for the way he stepped up to the plate when teammates were injured. Yeah, totally 100% agree with that. Uh, it all went wrong for Marty this term. There were too many mistakes and strikers simply found it too easy to play against him. But in his defence, did you see what I did there, defence? <laughs> yeah. In his defence, what, what sort of person plays 
a right-sided player as your left-sided central defender. I will tell you, it can only be... Melend! Because... Right. You know what? I'm going to get Tally Chart going. That's one. That's a genuine one for the show. If you're not going to get the counter in the corner, mate, I'm going to I'm going to notice down myself. We're going to have a bell end tally for the night. No, I mean it, that wasn't his position. Now, if you're being asked by your manager, right? Do you want to play? Well, not. Do you want to? You will be playing, uh, and you go. Well, I'm, boss, I'm right footed. You know, I don't. I've never played on the left. Before. Wait, it doesn't matter. I want you to play there. And you're thinking. Well, look at Hamza Chowdhury. He had a great game and he was still dropped, so I better say yes. You're not going to not play there, but it, it wasn't really... I don't think those early games where we were getting stuffed by Spurs, Brighton, Arsenal, and he was on that left position, I, I can't really blame him for that. No, you can't. And and also, you have to remember, when, when he played last year, that defence was confident. That defence was still hungry. That defence had a... Um, had had a um, had a defender in it before he became an, a, a knob end, you know, you know, um, a French Voldemort hadn't been born at that point, but he turned into one, didn't he? So he had a very reliable partner in in him to come in, and but when 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 the chips were down. You know, it was different from Marty last season. It was injury, so he still had confident players around him. He still had players that actually bothered to care to wear the shirt. This season, he didn't have that, and he was made a scapegoat for it. So I do feel sorry for him, but uh, I'm nothing. If if nothing else, I'm fair on my uh, ratings and firm with them. No, no, like you say, you 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 both you both uh, gave him three. Um, and I think he, be- he was—he basically was always a better player if he had like a Johnny Evans next to him. Yeah, which is something he didn't—he wasn't able to have this season, and it showed in them last two games. I'm afraid. Yes. Yeah. No, it did. Uh, so yeah, um, both of you agree in there. That's the first. You can note that it's the first time you can. Oh, I might do that. I might set my own tally up. How many times you two agree with each other? If, not child, if nothing else, we're childish. We are. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we are, basically. Uh, Mr. Barnes. Uh, okay, you... Oh, look at that. A second one straight away. You've agreed. You've both given him six out of ten. Um, I'm sure Craig has just fallen off his chair up to the floor and banged his head. But he's one of your highest scores. Yeah, well, Craig also thought that, you know, Daniel Amati was the great Ghanaian and, and the best player we had, and it wasn't his fault that he was jack of all trades and good at none. So, yeah, if Craig's fallen off his chair, that's what it is. Look, the the thing is, right, I can sympathise a little bit with Barnes this season because he got isolated on the left. The bell end restricted his playing style. It did. I'm sorry. And I, I know that's a little bit one I'm pointing out there, but he did. He restricted his work style because he told him, stay on the left, stay out wide. I need you to be a proper winger. Everything that he asked him and told him to do for the previous seasons, he completely told him not to do this season. And I went through a period of post-matches where I tur- I didn't call this Leicester City, did I, Chris? I called it as obvious FC because we went down the left and tried to give ball, the ball to Barnes at every opportunity and he had three he had three players marking him. He never got the ball. 
So, what you and another thing is, people might say, "Oh, well, he, he you know, he has no work rate. He he does when he's got the freedom." I understand what you're saying, Graham. He didn't, but he, he. What what do you do, Chris? If I said to you, you know, uh, Chris, you're better working uh, coming into the middle, right? So what I want you to do is stay nowhere near the middle and go out on the width. And I want you to try and do as much with the ball as possible when you've got three players around you. What 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 are you gonna do? You, I, I'm expecting you to pull a miracle out your ass because Barnes is a good player, but he'll never be a great slash world class player. And that's no disrespect to him, but he's he, he just isn't. And the reason I'm giving him six, Chris, is no matter what you think of him, you cannot look look past the biggest standout of Barnes. And that is, he was our second best player this season in terms of goals and assist contributions. And we didn't win many games this season, but the reason we ended this season with 50-plus goals is halfway down to this man. So whether you think he was lazy at times or not, and whether you thought he'd stop playing near the end or not, is by the by. Throughout that season, whether you like him or not, he was our second best player in terms of where it matters, and that's why I gave him a six. Yeah, I mean, thirteen goals he got this season. I I, I don't know. Was he not top goal scorer, or did uh, Madison? Possibly, there's a possibility that he outscored Madison. It might be overall contribution that Madison's got more on, but. Uh, I don't know, but I, I mean, basically, out off the top of my head, Jordan has said it's an odd campaign for Barnes. He finishes, yeah, he finishes as top scorer for the club with a creditable thirteen goals. That says it all when your top goal scorer's got thirteen. I mean, bloody hell, Harlan gets that in one game, uh, with many of those finishes expertly taken. But it felt like his overall threat dwindled, and that he did not trouble defenses as much as he has in the past. Still, those goals cannot be taken for granted. And he's given him, as you can see, six as well. And the thing is, when you look at the goals that Barnes scores, how many of them are coming down the centre? Yeah, driving into the box, cutting in, side-footing yeah. it past the goalkeeper. Oh, his, yeah. goal at West Ham, his goal against West Ham. Yeah. They put that on repeat in his Barnes' goals collection. I tell you, you could make a YouTube montage of that goal because it's all Barnes scores and he's good at it. So... Why we stopped playing him to his strengths, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I know why we stopped playing him to his strengths. Bellend. Bellend. <laughs> number two. Bellend. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, uh, ten goals says Nate for Madders. Uh, so Barnes, yeah, he's got, he's got. The oh, goal. so yeah, so over, uh, overall was Madders, but in terms of goals, so there you go, a top goal scorer. How can I not give him at least higher than a five? No, no, well, you're giving him a six, so you've agreed with him on that. And then we come on to uh, Mr. Castan. Oh, no, we don't. What we come up with, Mr. Castan? I've gone too far forward. Oh, look, number three, you've agreed. Three. <laughs> three out of the first four, but he agreed on That was only because you didn't put a vote in for all Brighton. Uh, Mr. Castagna, or as we like to call him here, Faze's bum buddy. Um, five from you. And five from um, Jordan. Do tell us why. Straight down the middle there. It was annoying. It was one of the most annoying 
players this season and I don't know why I actually gave him a five, I'll be honest with you. I gave him a five and I don't know why I gave him such a generous rating. Maybe I'd, I'd like to say I'd had too much uh, alcoholic pop, but I don't drink, so it wasn't that. Uh, you but, have the odd wine every now and again when you know, you're doing the old uh, Holy Ghost, don't you? Yeah, but I turn it into water when I drink it, so it's all good. <laughs> I do the reverse. It's fine. You're taking the piss now, mate. You're just taking the piss. Um, Look, for as much as he was trying to be a sniffer dog around Faze's arse, um, (laughs) when he he actually played in that position that that, the even manager put him in, he actually got forward. He actually played well, and he was probably our most threatening player on that right side. Uh, and he's had to have that care of responsibility for a number of seasons now. Maybe not so much la- last season. It's almost like if we decide that 15 million right midfielder, we may not be in a championship this season. But that's another question that a certain Mr. Northern Irishman had to answer for and didn't. But anyway, I digress. Um, it's frustrating me this season. I expected a lot more from him. I expected him to actually play in the position he was being asked to as well. I'm sure the managers did as well, to be fair. But when he played well, he stood head and shoulders above the rest. And I do remember games where the old Castagne was back. He was defending well. He was getting forward and attacking well. He was pinching the ball high up the pitch and playing it into matters to get us straight up front. front. Um, putting in some crosses as well. And that Castagne was the reason I probably went from a three to a five, I'll be honest with you, because I was thinking a bit lower than what I, I, I've given. but. Yeah. Well, apparently nobody played more minutes for City this season than Castagna. Um, and while poorer than his previous campaigns, he was still one of the club's more consistent performers. Uh, there were four few. No, sorry, there were a few too many occasions when he got beaten in behind on his flank. Like most games, uh, he did not oh, yeah. seem to offer as much going forward, but he was reasonably solid uh, defensively. Otherwise, gave him a five. Um, as um, uh, Gray's giving him a four there, um, and he says, uh, Castagna out of position so many times. It, this is our point, isn't it? It was again, I, I just don't know what these football managers see because we all see it, we're all sat here seeing it, and surely they watch the well, we know they, they watch the game, don't they? Going back, um, I mean, do they not do they, do they watch a different game? I think they do, but then maybe they tell him to do to, to not do that. And I don't know. The problem is as well, Chris. It seems to be the most cursed area for Leicester, doesn't it? In a sense, because Justin Castan, you know, not so much this season, but Justin uh, Christensen didn't take long when he came in. You know, Jack, you know, Ricardo. They all get injured all the time. So there was also a point where. Um, he was never the problem this year. Brooklyn, I think you may have skipped a few games out, mate, and didn't watch them um, because he was definitely a problem this season for a, a lot of goals as well at points. So, um, Are you trying to say, Chris, that Brendan is a knobhead? No, not at all. I don't know what gives you that idea. Uh, knobhead is not the... Any, I never say Bell that. End. 
is the words I use. Yes. <laughs> go on, go on Sorry. there. Just, I was, look, I was coerced into that one. That one should. No, count. no, got mana, got mana. No, it counts. You played it. You could have just said it and not played it. No, no. My rules, my chart. <laughs> Boxes forever. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? Welcome along. All right. The, well, we know there's a lot of players that actually divide opinion. Um, Boxes has just given a five to Castagna there. Um, yeah, one of the players that does divide opinion is Amistad Dakar, new signing. Now, you have given him um, three, which was one less than Jordan gave him, who gave him, obviously, if you do the maths, he gave him four. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I was, I was a little bit disappointed in Dakar this season. Having said that, he also didn't feature a great deal this season. In terms of, you know, starts, minutes on the pitch, I mean, it might show that he had 20 appearances this season, but I bet you it tells you half of them, if not three quarters of them, were all substitution appearances. I don't know these stats. Chris has them in front of me. You know, when you just feel like a player's probably got more false stats. I call them false stats because how many times a season, Chris, was Daku coming on in the 88th minute? Yeah. So he hasn't really had a chance to shine. Um, despite everybody, including non-football fans, being able to tell that maybe, maybe the issue less drivers, they only have one striker on the pitch. Every manager, barring a couple of games until uh, under Dean Smith, and that was only only stopped because Ian actually unfortunately got injured, um, was that we only had one striker. So he was going to, Never going to get picked over over Brennan's love child in Vardy, despite how bad Vardy played at points this season. Okay, uh, and he was never going to get picked over the guy who's been there and, and earned the spot first, which is Ian Acho. So I feel bad because I think he's a lot better player than he is. I hope next season he's still here and he's in the championship and he shot and he he really does shine because the reason he gets a three, Chris, is because. He just didn't play enough for me. And when yeah. he did, he didn't ultimately take them chances to do anything. I mean, Grace says they couldn't score in three um, bus drivers' rest homes. Uh, maybe okay <laughs> in the championship. I mean, we do know he can't. I, mean, I, I know I'm, 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 I hate myself for doing this, but to say, yes, he got four against Moscow in the Europa League. Um, but then we've got Diabate, then we've got Moose, we've got all those. Like, I'll tell you what, I can start playing Chris's bingo. Every, I'm gonna, I could have, I could have <laughs> Bellend, I could have Moscow four goals. I, I could make a Chris's oh, bingo you know, card. We know there is a good striker in there, and what yeah. I'm gonna do though, I'm gonna rewind it back and go. All right, when we get to Ian Acho, we'll see what we're gonna give to him. But how many would we have given Ian Acho? Three or four seasons ago, probably not that many, apart from that one season no. when, he, when he actually obviously was our top goal scorer because he he decided to try to walk from. But apart from that, because he was never played, he never got 90, exactly. minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes, and it is the same with Dakar. We know that Dakar was yeah. brought in uh, to fill in that Vardy role when Vardy does finally retire, whether that's this now or whether that's in a, in a year's time. But you cannot, and Ian Acho. He never. He was awful when he used to come. He used to come on for ten minutes because 
you're taking Vardy off and you're putting Daka or Iheanacho on, neither of which are Vardy, right? Okay, no, maybe Daka's no. a little bit nearer to him, but they are different players. So if you are going to take a player like Vardy off, you need a tactical manager that has got brains, unlike... The, the knobhead, there we go, that we used to have here, that you know that couldn't work out uh, that if you put another player on, that he might play differently, therefore you might need to supply him differently. So I, I, want, I think Dakar is still, I think that still think there's a good player in there, but he hasn't been given that chance yet. Like, like he no. Was, no, he's know. not. No. I mean, Jordan says his breakthrough last season was integral to improving the team's performances. But his all action showings didn't quite have the same impact this term. With more scrutiny of his technical ability, he was often found wanting. However, his commitment could never be questioned, and it still felt like City were better when he was in the team. He do, he is a, he will I mean he will I mean bloody he's got he has got a turn of pace, hasn't he? You know we know yeah. that, and he has got you know four. You've given him three. I, I do think there's there's a developing player, and I think he needs to be given time, like Iheanacho was, you know, because yeah, you, know, you you come on for ten minutes at the end of a game, you are never going to get any confidence or any, you know, you, 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 to to know how your team waits, you know, to you know play the ball off there. I know you're going to run onto it. If you're not playing regularly with these players, you're not going to get to know them, are you? Uh, no, you're not. And he needs a run in the championship. He needs a run of games. He needs to be played up front with being Acho, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Um and he needs that confidence. And once he I reckon once I reckon he'll be like Vardy. Do you remember when he scored against Blackburn? Jamie Vardy. Um when we were last in the champ when we won the cha- I think it was when we won the championship. Might have been a season before, I'm not too sure. But he scored against Blackburn. It was his first goal in the championship. And it was it talked about because that was when he even considered packing it, packing it in, didn't he? Because he thought he wasn't good enough. And Nigel Pearson obviously said, you are, you're going to be good enough. I can see it. I reckon once he scores his first goal in that championship and he's played five or six games probably at that point, and it might take the fifth or sixth game for it to, 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 to arrive. Mm. But once it happens... The floodgates were open for him. Yeah. And I'm just going to read Dakers out again because what I've just described to you is actually Kieran Jewsbury Hall who's up next. So let me read what Jordan said about Dakar. It looks an, he looks unorthodox at times, uh, but Dakar does seem to have a knack of making things happen. However, a lack of faith in him doing so meant he wasn't able to improve on last season. Hopes of him being Vardy's successor have gone unfulfilled. But like we've just said, it's going mm. to when you're only playing ten minutes a bloody game. So anyway, what what uh, what uh, Blackwell said about Jewsby Hall was uh, his breakthrough last season was integral to improving the team's performances, but his all action showings didn't quite have the same impact this term. And with more scrutiny on his technical ability, he's often been found wanting. However, his commitment could never be questioned. It still felt like City were better when he was in the team. I'm sure I've read that before. That's I'm, what... getting, I'm getting a sense of deja vu there, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got a five uh, on that praise, uh, but you've gone one better and you've given him a six. 
Yeah, because he's never shirked his responsibility. He exactly. is one of the he is one of the very few players that no matter what you think of this season, right? And we've said it, Chris, and you did a show about it. And I know we play devil's advocate. And we maybe say things that we don't ultimately believe, but we like to try and kind of get an opinion to start a conversation going with with Pepper in the chat, which is what we're supposed to do. Mm. Uh, and for me. Right, there. If you said one play, name me one player, Brad, that you can say whether they were good or bad this season in terms of on the pitch, they at least deserve to wear the shirt. And this man is that he is that player because the problem that he had this season is the same problem that Maddox had the year before, and it's the same problem that Yuri Tillemans had the season before that and a bit last season. He got played to death. It was almost as if Brendan feared him not playing because he felt the whole defence would collapse. And that was Belen's fault because he didn't trust playing Samari in that position, who we'll get to him later on in the show, proved everybody wrong that he, he can't actually play that, that upper midfield role and not the defensive one, uh, which, which is what he was begging him to do. And yes, he went off the boil a little bit, uh, definitely room for improvement, John. Spot on there. Uh, and again, we, we, we've been saying this since it happened. Maybe a season in the championship is just what he needs because they'll be a bit more rougher. He can, he's going to get stuck in the, on a bit more because there's no VAR ruining the lives of football. Um, so he'll be able to really show his, his showcases his stuff and. And yeah, I thought he was worthy of a six. Definitely thought he was worthy of a six. I've just got to uh, bring this to you. And it's just been reported that the EFL have announced that next season there, there will be a VAR in the championship. Very fucking lion. <laughs> you, know it's gonna happen. you know it's no. going to happen No, Kenilworth Road can't do it They'd have to go to Betty's while she got a washing out And put it on Sky Plus to watch yeah, it back no, 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 When they come back down When they come back down, how are they going to cope? <laughs> when the fire guy ain't going to get signal up there <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been, I've been, I've had the misfortune to be near Plymouth. They don't get no Wi-Fi down there. How the bloody hell are they going to have VAR? It'll take three days to give a penalty. <laughs> It'd just be our luck, though, wouldn't it? It would mm. just be our bloody luck. Uh, okay. Just think, we can celebrate a goal and not have to wait. Oh, is it? Is it? Oh, I'll go. By the time yeah. it's recorded, you think, oh, the moment's passed, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit like if you don't have a cigarette as soon as you've had sex, you probably don't fancy one for the rest of the night. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all about scoring as well. Uh, Jack says, offers the energy in midfield. He's like a Churacell. Yeah. um... And do you know what? When when we were saying that he should have... When we were saying Yuri Tillemans, get get him out, get him on the bench, whatever... This should have been him replacing him. He should have had that number eight role for me. I think he would have been a lot better in that role. I mean, he's what, 23, 24. And we say like, oh, you know, we're asking them to do a lot. We're asking them to play every game of football. Well, 
why not? That's the job. You know, you surely 38 games and then some cup games and what have you. We're not asking too much of players, are we? No, I mean, you've got... not injured, of course. Yeah, of course. And and again, you, you're not even asking them to play that these days, are you? You're asking them to play probably 30-odd games because you've got four or five... Um, four or five players that will play in them cup games ahead of you because managers like to rest and rotate these days. So, at least, like I said, he's in his early 20s. He, he's got more energy than some to be able to do a Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Yeah. We're coming on, on to Johnny Evans. I knew his brother good. Um... <laughs> oh, <come on>. oh. <laughs> Maybe we could live without the wisecracks. Oh, I don't think it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the same without the wisecracks. I would. I would, I would like to congratulate Doug on his winning the dad joke competition whenever <laughs> he has that one. <laughs> like, like um, uh, Anthony Joshua with Mike Tyson. I'm running away, Mike Tyson. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. I'm, running, I'm running away from him. I'm running away. No, I've, I'm getting my jokes ready. That is coming soon. Hopefully, just me and Doug need to arrange it, uh, Mr. Evans. Uh, you, this is this is one of the bigger gaps. Uh, mind the gap, as they say, five from Jordan uh, and a seven from you. We saw in just under 180 minutes of football just how much we actually missed this man. So I'm sorry, but to Craig, who doesn't like Johnny Evans, because we got four like points. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I mean, Brookline again. I don't know where you're watching these games, mate, because um, he's been injured for most of the season. So, you know, um, did you not watch what he did against Newcastle? Did you not watch the structure and order and the calmness of the, our defense at West West Ham? The two games he played in that I remember the season, I am telling you. He proved that had he been fit all this season, I don't think we had struggles this season. I honestly don't. It might have taken... No, I'm not. And this is why, JJ, I'm going on the importance and impact he had this season. Yes, he didn't play many games, but by God, did that defence look a lot calmer and a lot more composed when he was playing. Because mm. there wasn't a person around that looked at our back four and went, yeah, we don't need someone like Johnny Evans in there to get four points or to potentially get six points out of the last two games, which, had we managed it, would have kept us up. But that's by the by. We played them two games who were just as equally important. We had Johnny Evans commanding the back. We had our captain actually out on the bloody pitch. Okay? All right, there were seven other captains in between after he got injured. But when the armband came back round to him and he was commander of that defence, four points, one goal conceded. Enough said. I know what people are saying here because they got a five. No, I get. Yeah, I do. I do. I do understand what they're saying. I don't. I, I do he get was, it. He was raises more than a few eyebrows. Yeah, he was part of a defense that conceded a hatful of hope in the opening few weeks without being especially terrible. He says here, Jordan, before injury consigned him to the sideline for six months. He returned for the final three matches and showed the defensive now that City had desperately missed, which is exactly what you're saying. You know, he, you know, again, look, one player does not make a bad football team. You no. know, he, he, you know, we did not play 
a one a one uh, one seven two. You know, there wasn't one defender on that pitch, and, the, and in those games, it was Johnny Evans. There was three, four, or five defenders uh, in that team. Uh, what he brings, and unfortunately, I don't think we should sign him next year. Certainly not as a player, because you know he he can't play every single game because you know he's he's at that age. But he he brings a calmness. He he doesn't he doesn't need to be running here, there, and everywhere. Do you remember? Do you remember when we had two strikers? One of them was an aging Tony Cotty. And one of them was an emerging Emil Heskey. And Tony yes. he said what he liked, he loved that partnership. And he said what he liked about that partnership was that he didn't really have to do any running. He said, no. Emil do all the running. And I just got into the position because he had the brain and the experience to say, right, I know that Emil's going to put this ball in where it's going to land. And I think Tony Cotty, I think one season was our top goal scorer certainly up there and well there were those two were up front so he had to be and but you know it was a meal that was doing all the running because he literally was young enough and fit enough and built like a brick shit house to do it and all tony had to do was say like get the ball in and i'll be in that box on the end of it and that's what yeah. he's doing you, you he's got the brain to say you know vout get your ass over there or whatever was it was he shouting i think he was shouting about phasing one of those yeah, it was it, again, it's the opposite end of the pitch, but it's still at the same basis. Like you said, I mean, Tony Cotty was known as the Fox in the Box, wasn't he? I know we're genius at clever, witty nicknames for players. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's what, uh, John, go and watch, after this show, go and watch what I say about him. You might find that I agree with you on that statement, something dissimilar to the to the um, Sal and Keep show that we did yesterday. Um, but yeah, for me, it's exactly the same because... Because Johnny Evans uses all his age and experience in to be that anchor centre-back, not wanker, anchor, right? I said it right, okay? At that anchor centre-back, right, he can turn round to FaZe or at times, Soyuncu. I can't believe he's going after that. Can you bunch of wankers? Sorry, I'm not pissed off about it. I am. I'm really pissed oh, off about it. You know who you got to blame? Belend. Hey, got him. Got it. There you go. He's, he's on for a fifth. He's on for a five, but, uh, no, but um, yeah, he does that, and he can go. You drive the ball, Faze, drive the ball, Kags, drive the ball, Amati, get on the fucking bench. What are you doing on a pitch? Piss off! <laughs> you yeah. know, but he could tell them to do that because he knew that if the ball got lost early in the in the transition going forward, he were there. Yes. Don't worry, lads. You get back. I've got you covered. And then he'd have a go at them if they didn't get back quick enough for his liking. And then they'd, then he'd pat them on the back and they'd get on with the job. And that's what he brought. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, and the, as, as Brad said there, if you haven't seen it yet, do get over to um, the um, LT, well, you're on the LTID TV um, uh, YouTube page. Check out. Retain or release. It's in the the, the pick uh, zone, which is uh, where all our latest, our five latest ones are. Get over there and check it out. And we do say whether we would keep. What, what did we say we did? Keep, let go, resign, or take for dinner. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. basically basically some of the answers were were dependent on their contract situation. Yeah. So yeah. 
those that are out of contract, would we retain them or would we let them go? And 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 the rest, it was literally keep our or or sell. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Right. Um. For those, well, there's a lot of reasons, and I, I just blamed, you know, uh, you know, Brett, Mr. Be there, but you know, we all know that the main reason that Caglisoyuncu has left the club this season and that he wasn't being picked is that he fell out with this guy over who had the best hairdo. And, you know, when you had them both in defence, if they got too close together, can you imagine the the, the, the physio having to come on and untangle the hair? We'd have oh, been sorted oh, by L'Oreal, wouldn't we? It was like <laughs> chucking a box of um, slinkies together and then telling someone they've got 10 seconds to untangle it. It's an yeah, impossible exactly. task. Uh, six um, from Jordan, five from you. You've gone one below this season. Uh, yeah, look, I, I like FaZe. Uh, and Belgian manager, if it's true what the Belgian manager said to Wout FaZe, shame on you. You've got no business to dictate where he wants to play his football. Don't you dare, as an international manager, come out and say, you need to leave a club, otherwise I'm not picking you. If I was the Belgian officials and I heard my, my international manager saying that to a player, I would sack him immediately. I hope it's not true, but if them rumours are true, shame on you if you've been saying that to your players, that I won't pick you if you play in a championship, you snobby-nosed Belgian twat if you're true, allegedly. See, I told you I'd be nice. Anyway, <clears throat> he has a mistake in him. And I don't mean his own goals. He has a mistake in him. Sometimes on the go on his little Frodo Baggins adventures up the pitch, he'd get caught out and he didn't quite react rightly in chasing back. But sometimes his football brain would be turned on and he'd make superb blocks. And it was because he kept flipping between having a footballing brain and not that I just gave him a five. Because in the midst of a dire season, which he didn't start, and by the way, he had the most unfortunate knowledge of making his debut in a 6-2 defeat and was ironically Leicester's man of the match in that game. He will improve. You know, he will improve as long as some scumbaggy, hopefully it's not true, so allegedly Belgian manager or whatever it is doesn't decide to try and run him out of a club I because believe, he won't. I believe Yuri might have said something to him as well. Yeah, well, Yuri... Jog on, mate. You, 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 you go and play for Aston Villa. Well done, great step up. Yeah, great. Well, when we come back up the first attempt, and good evening's got you, got you playing, uh, got you playing in thirteenth. I bet you we're really going to be glad if you. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean, anyway, talk about crocodile tears when he was doing his goodbye video. But look, mm. yeah, you, you've given him a, a five. Um, like you, you, you again. You took the words out of my mouth. Just in must have uh, you were kissing me. But no, I it, told you not to put that part in it. <laughs> <laughs> but look, yes, he came. He had no preseason. He came in, was thrown straight into the t side because of the French Voldemort, as you want to call him, had dropped on us from a great height. Um, and we were struggling as a, as, a, as a team anyway. You know, he, he had a Marty to his left. Um, that's the song, a Marty's to the left and Marty to the right. But 
Yeah, I mean, so, and then of course, when everybody had a break for the World Cup, he was playing. Well, he was not play, but he went over to be in the World Cup squad. So it was a baptism of fire season for him, really, wasn't it? You know, but he gets a six off Jordan, who says you can split phase campaign into three parts. In the first, from his arrival to the World Cup, he was terrific, showing great confidence, controlled aggression, and fine positioning acting as the catalyst for the turnaround in form in the autumn. However, after the World Cup and up to March, the international break, he was reckless and calamitous. Then, after starting for Belgium, he returned and was solid once more again and gets the six. Let, I'm going to ask you this, Brad. And don't, don't do a David and try and not answer it. I'm going to ask you this, and I will keep asking you until you answer it. But do you remember Castagna's problem was that he went to the Euros as uh, one of the you know stars of the Turkish side, Turkey played absolutely rubbish, and he came back and his confidence was shot. Faze went to a. Do Bel you mean Soyuncu? Because Castagne yeah. is Belgian. Did I say Castagne? Sorry, Soyuncu. Yeah, yeah Soyuncu. Um, Faze went to the World Cup with Belgium, the golden generation, one of the favourites to win it. I think most of us had them certainly into the quarterfinals, and of course they bombed out and were absolutely awful. And coming back from that, do you think, you know, in a way that affected him? Or do you think that when he first came over, I, what I loved about him was if he had that ball and he was, he was under pressure, he would just put it in Rose Ed. And then it's almost like a certain person tried to get it. Well, don't do that. Pass it around to somebody. <laughs> yeah. And it all started to go a bit wrong. Do you think either of those two things affected his game? Well, I remember when Casey Keller played for the USA in international duty and uh, that had a hit to in it. Sorry, I didn't answer your question there, did I? I just said something random and completely off the topic, like Dave. Sorry, you said, you said not to do that. You said not to do it, Dave, and I've just done that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, look. It was very bizarre because, and again, this is why I think you've got to have some front and cheek and be a nasty piece of work to allegedly say what he said. Because didn't he go to the internationals and not play him? Yes. Yeah. So, so does it matter if he says that Leicester and play in the championship? Well, it matters if we because you didn't play him anyway. You you cretin of a I, I really shouldn't be angry at a person, but I can't help but saying if the piece is bit. It must make the jigsaw puzzle with uh, ooh, I hate international managers like that. If he's allegedly said these things, that was a different uh, one, though, wasn't it? Because it was still Martin. Well, it. still either one. This one's not been. And I don't think it does the conference any good. Soyuncu. The problem was is Soyuncu's a little bit different because he his head had absolutely imploded beforehand. He probably needed a international tournament hiatus. Because Soyuncu had had that implosion away at Bournemouth, where he got sent off and we lost 4-1. Um, he never really got his head back in the game. He was probably trying so hard to play himself into form and find his feet again that he kept you know, he kept the downward spiral. You know, it's he wasn't good. Phase, it was a bit of a mystery. And I think maybe he hit the nail on the head that it was actually more that a certain um, knobhead said, Phase, you're a beautiful human being. You're a great character. 
but I want you to pass the ball and not kick it out of play. And FaZe went, fuck you on about. If I kick it out of play, they can't score. That's what we're trying to stop. Why do you want me to give them a chance to get the ball? And he went, you're a beautiful human being, a great character, but my best friend, Carlo Torres, told me, with all his managerial brains, that uh, you should pass the ball. And I mean, it, did. It, it hindered him. Sometimes you want to let a player play their natural way, and you can just tell... With some of the passes he made... I never knew Brendan Rodgers was Scottish. Well, he certainly ain't got a brain cell, so he doesn't even know his own nationality. That's why I say I can't do the accent. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. I've got to say to John here, I I, I said I don't think that... Whenever you score an own goal, unless it's a real, like, you know, you've you've put it into an open net or something like that, you know, or, you know, those two goals that he scored in that game... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The first one, he was trying to do what we have just said, which he should be doing, which was put it into Rose Ed. And he hit a spinning ball, and he could not do that. If you gave him another 100 attempts, he would not be able to do that again. And the second one, it hit the post. He was running in to try and defend. It hit him when we're in. We've seen it with Wes Morgan. We've seen it with Jess Flup. So I can't really uh, uh, really blame him for that. But look, are you ready for the next one? All I, The only way I can introduce this next one is by this. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's have a bit of man love, shall we? Go on, Brad. Right. Right. I'll, this I'll, is I'll my... to you. This, this, this is, as the kids will say, this is my boy. This is my man, Ian Acho. Look, if, if Chris said, Brad, we're going to do a rating show on what you think of these players, he'd get a 10 out of 10. I... Out of all the apology videos, if that's what what you want to call them, out of all of the tweets, Instagrams and whatnot, all these players have put out, or very little of them have, but the ones that have put out, put out there, the one that I have felt had the most heart, and actually made me feel sad inside to hear him speak, Kalechi Inacho. He's so wholesome. He's such a lovely person. And, 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 Oh, it broke it broke my heart. I was just like, oh, Kel, what has this club done to you? Because you deserve so much better. And he was so sorry. And the only player that you looked at and went, you genuinely mean every word you're saying. He's such a lovely soul of a person. I don't know why that noise came through there. Um, that's scary. Um, 
And if this was based on on ratings of personality, he'd get a, he'd get a twelve out of ten. He'd he'd break the Richter scale for me. And the only reason he only gets a seven and nothing higher is because I think my bias would have really shown through on my favouritism here. I mean, I know the Bell End had his favourite players, but I'm allowed to have mine because it's my ratings, not Bell End's. So I gave him a seven because even though his time was limited on the pitch. Even though he was abandoned by his other parent, I was his. He was my favourite child. I won't. I won't have a, a bad word said about him. He was my favourite. Okay, we get really emotional here. But I, no, Chris. I put on. I, put on, I know it's the porn of music. But... I know it changed the way. I wasn't expecting that when it first started. I was like, "What's he put on here?" And I don't know how to go with it. But no, he, I won't have. A, it, every time he's he's been on that pitch, he gives everything to this club. He gives everything to his performance. And Chris, turn it off because he can't concentrate, man. Please. <laughs> I'm not going to talk, so please turn it off. Thank you. That was throwing me off because I was falling asleep <laughs> and everything. I couldn't concentrate. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, please turn it off. I can't concentrate. But no, he gave his, he gave everything to Leicester and he deserved so much more better. And yeah, that's why he got a seven for me. Jordan Blackwell, you're an horrible person, only give him a six. <laughs> Love is in the air. <laughs> you horrible man. You leave you leave my you leave my man crush alone, will you? Man crush. He's my footballing me. man crush, right? You leave him alone. I think we're up there on bloody stalking soon, aren't we? Stalking, yeah, stalking. I would go in and have words with his teachers if he got in trouble at school. I care about him that much. If he would in school with me, I'd beat them up. Man, I wouldn't have it. No. Oh, hang on. Let me just get a drink. I've. Uh... I'm totally done. Oh, I literally was crying then. You're old, uh, man. Sorry, I couldn't resist that. Couldn't resist I know that. you couldn't mute you. See the abuse I put over here? Justice for Brad, that's what I want to see in the comment section. <laughs> free, free the LTID one. <laughs> sorry, you see, you, you're setting me off again. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah, Elite. Yeah, I do feel that while I read out what what Jordan said uh, about Kelly, we should. Um, I think we should have this back on again. City were much more fluid in attack within Acho in the side, and he was and he still provided goals and assists at a rate. None of his teammates could match. His link-up play and vision was superb at times, while he gave fans one of the moments of the season with his groin-tearing pass at Leeds. If only Brad had been there to rub it better for him. But those misses at Southampton proved costly. And a six. Oh, Brad. You stay away from my, my, my cow, Jordan. You stay away from him. It's not yours to praise. 
there was a one wall in your bedroom just dedicated to collect I'm not saying I have a shrine because my lawyers won't allow me to say it, but. You know what? I'm, I, I, if he leaves our club, I might become one of them two team wankers, you know, that goes and sports <laughs> another team. Just so I could. You know what we say, you know, we get a flux of fans because uh, yeah. a certain player well, signs. We like, we like to call them an Anthony. Yeah, yeah, I might be an Anthony. I might be a mini Anthony and just I might follow Kalachi's career and support his other team. Yes, yes. Oh, let's, let's, get, let's get some normality back. But, well, to say he was your man crush, you only gave him a seven. You gave because I have, I, have to, I have to rein in... My emotional, I had to put all my emotional feelings aside and judge him on an around season. And unfortunately, my favourite child wasn't played enough. So I'm going to have to have words and fight with the school teacher about why I wasn't picking my son, the best player in Leicester, uh, each week. But I'm not Welsh. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, let's go to you. This, this must be your other man crush then, because I think this is the most points you gave to anybody. Uh, two, a big difference of two here. Jordan gave him six. Um, Brad gave him, you gave him eight. Um, Mr. Everson, who replaced your other, your other lover, Danny Ward. I mean, I've, I had to eat. I had to eat a huge slice of humble pie. I really did with asshole. I really did with Daniel Iverson. I had to eat a huge slice of humble pie. And uh, friend of mine, you know, she, she's already she's been teasing me about him all. Chris can't cope. Chris can't cope. He's been teased about me all season because I said no, no, that Iverson. He's only ever played in the championship. You can't, you can't chuck the Premier League at him. He'll crumble. It'll get worse before it gets better. And he's proved me wrong. Round every corner, he's made some fantastic saves. And on more than one occasion, Chris, we would have lost by a hell of a lot more had he not been making some saves. He made some world class saves. Um. And he does this thing, Chris, right? He does this thing that I don't know if you ever remember time beforehand because Casper Schmeichel was our number one for a while. But he does this thing that, he, that apparently other keepers do do, but I haven't seen it in Leicester until Iverson was our number one. He collects corners, Chris. He commands his box. He comes out and collects corners, Chris. I mean, you know, before we had, uh, you know, we had Dracula in goal. You know, yeah. And now we've got um, like Peter Cushing. Who, who does he play? Who's the other guy? His, his nemesis. He actually comes. He's not scared of crosses. No, he's not. And you know what? Yes, he had the odd mistake in him. But for a guy who was chucked in into a team that was in, you know, in peril, in absolute peril. Um, and he could have easily have crumbled, and then it'd have been a case of well. You know, I wasn't expected to play this season. Danny Ward didn't do his job. What do you expect me to do? We, we are where we are. But he stepped up to the mark. And to be honest with you, as much as I um, 
you know, you know, I don't know if I've mentioned this, Chris being an ex-goalkeeper myself. Um, I was always in in support of, of. I know, I know, I know. Shock right? I, I know, I don't. I know that's slipped under the radar on this channel. But breaking news: I used to be a goalkeeper. Um, for me, one thing I feel that that Iverson also did, did better than Ward, which is why he's impressed me and become a better choice for number one. Uh, for the future of Leicester is because he's earned the trust at the back because the one thing he has better than Danny Ward is you actually hear him bellowing. You actually hear him screaming and shouting when crosses come in. uh, To be fair, John, he was trained by Casper and he couldn't kick a ball in a pitch if, if the pitch didn't have any lines. So, that I can, you know, I can understand why he can't kick a ball because he learnt it from Casper. But other things that he also picked up from Casper are his reaction saves, his ability to, you know, get himself at full stretch across the goal. And there was a few times where even when he was slightly wrong-footed, he'd be able to throw himself across and make it up. Then he'd still make the save anyway. I mean, there was there was a point in that Everton game, wasn't there, Chris? And I, I did the rounds on Twitter at the time where. I think it was when it was two all. Decore had a shot that was flying in the bottom corner, and he somehow got across and tipped it around the post. and 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 the commentator said to him because he they interviewed him and played it back to him afterwards, and he went, "Well, Everton thought they'd scored," and he went, "Yeah, so did I, to be fair." But I just kept going at it and hoping I got something on it, and he did. And he's mm. proved me wrong. Like I said, I was all for Ward. I was all for letting him see out the season. He'd get better, and to be fair, Ward did get better over time. And can't say he didn't, no matter how disastrous we thought he was. Yeah, yeah proved me wrong. And for me, th- this rating was probably a little bit more higher because I was proven wrong more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Hang on, what time is it? 1.15. Um, that's wrong. <laughs> for the first time in history... <laughs> Bad admits to being wrong. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm still laughing about that show. I'm so sorry. It's the new, it's the new Gurinda. Um, look, Jordan's given him six, drafted him for the final 12 oh. games. He produced some outstanding stops and showed off lightning quick reflexes, particularly to earn a point against Everton, as you just literally mentioned. Uh, but against Fulham, Liverpool and Newcastle, he showed he's not yet a world-beater and that he still has mistakes in him. His kicking, which was a concern before he came into the side, needs improvement too, uh, but he got a six. But yeah, I mean, I was with you with Ward. You know me, I, at the start of the season, I said, Schmeichel's got to go. Let's bring some, let's bring, you know, move Ward up. Um, look, various things you could say why, but it hasn't worked out for Ward. And we both said in yesterday's show, didn't we? It's time maybe yeah. for Ward to move on. Yeah, don't be a number one elsewhere. Maybe that's what we said, Chris. They'd have to watch the show. We can't let them all know the answers. No, 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 indeed. Uh, John says, got to go. Night shift calling. Cheers, mate. Thanks for popping in. And thanks for the membership as well. Uh, and in, don't don't Ooh. work too hard. Oh, you haven't got your logo up, sir. No, I don't know why that's disappeared. I do apologise. So just, just, just that I'm in transition and moving, so I don't if people want to no, see no, me. No, well, this one might be short. Um, Mr. Justin. Why, is he not, 
Is he not that tall? Oh, right, yeah, this one. You know how you you know how you said um you you, you gave me a list of players that definitely played games this season. Hmm. Well, uh, th- there was a reason I even had told you the reasoning, and I, I sorry, but how the fudging fudge. I'm trying not to swear as much because I know you tell me off if I swear too much. But how in the fudging fudge have you given four, Mister Blackwell? I think he played that many games this season, and I don't remember them. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You gave me the ratings, and I thought, why has he got just on his list? He didn't play a game this season. Uh, and then you said, no, he definitely had some appearances, and I don't, I don't remember them. I don't remember him. I thought he, I, you know, he, he's been injured yeah. that long that yeah. I don't remember when he got his injury. I can, uh, I can understand you giving him a nil, definitely. But basically what Jordan said, he only lasted a few months before injury hit again, and it was clear from his performances in those early games that he was still striving to reach his levels he achieved uh, before his ACL tear. Uh, there's a lack of dynamism and athleticism that made him so good a couple of years ago. So he must have played a few games. But I mean, like you say, I, I, I can't remember. But uh, moving on to somebody who did play some games, but it was from February onwards, um, Mr. Christensen. Four again from Jordan, six from you. Another love affair? Um, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh, he impressed me. Um, look, let's look. I mean, you know, I've had this debate and I've argued, not argued, I've, I've, I've made the point of letting people know the difference between a defensive wing back and an attacking wing back. And, and for me, um, Christensen is a very, very good attacking wing back. He shows flair, he showed passion, he was very animated like wing. I mean, I don't know if he was either doing the YMCA or if he was doing jumping jack sometimes. He had his air, hands in the air that many times. But he was hungry. He always wanted the ball. And he didn't just jog he didn't just he didn't just jog up and down the line going, I'm a wing back, give me the ball. I've got to turn around and do some defending. I, you know, he wasn't one of them stale wing backs. He was getting in the middle. He was making himself available for a pass. For whatever reason, and maybe maybe he you know can't cross for toffee or shoot for for toffee for for anything else. Maybe that's why he didn't get the ball off his teammates. I don't know, but I was always left wondering why he's being left unmarked um, and he's not getting the ball because he looked deadly. He looked like the sort of player that they were terrified to have running at him because he had energy to burn. I think if I I don't know why. You'd sell him again. There might be a release clause, like a division drop clause, that enables him to go. Uh, and again, we've we said that on the show previous. Some of the ones, it wasn't a case of do I think we'll keep them. It was more would I, and I definitely would keep him. He's one of them, and I thought he was okay. Needs to work a little bit on his backtracking and defensive side of things, but he's attacking wing back, so it's weirdly not his forte. So for me. Um, you iron that out. And again, he only played from February onwards. He didn't play for the first few weeks that he was here, did he, Chris? Um, so I'm and judging him off. Then, and then uh, somebody got hold of him at the training. Bell end. And yeah. he got injured. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you gave him a six. Um, Jordan gave him a four. Uh, there was a clear hunger in his performances and that made him strong. Uh, a strong start for the young Dane uh, as he got up and down the left flank. But as the weeks went by, he was exposed by ringers more and more often and ended up losing his spot. But he's only young and will get better for. 
Um, well, he's our youngest. He's our youngest wing back, isn't he? Because you said in the Thomas. yeah, he's younger than Thomas. I mean, when you look at the people we brought in, uh, and this is in Sutar phase and uh, Christensen uh, on their the permanent signings. Do you think that they have not been of our usual quality when we've got these youngsters in, or is it a case of well, look, they came into a bad side? I think it's more a case of he came into a bad side because I actually do think he's quality. I think him and FaZe, to be honest with you, I think they're, they're going to show that they're more than worth the money. I think they're going to... I think a bad season has maybe masked it because I think if Leicester had a pretty light one to keep trying to blind me out of it, trying to show me up, to try and get out of me on kitchen light. Um, but no, I... I I feel that had this season been differently and he didn't come into a team that was lingering 16th sort of area at the say, at that point, I think if we'd have brought Christensen and FaZe in and Leicester would have been in the top 10, mm. I think we'd be sat here going, <laughs> we've done it again, lads. 15 million, more like 55 million. Christensen... Yeah. More like more like the best left back in the Premier League. So you know what I mean? It had all been different. I I honestly think and, and okay, the championship is a different level. So I don't think people will get too carried away if he if he tears it up. But I think if Leicester were to bounce straight back next season, he you'd look at him and think, Yeah, we've got a hell of a bargain again from these pair. So yeah. Um Madison in the middle. Um, look, you know my thoughts on him. Um, you gave him six. He got a seven from Jordan. There was some obsession by a certain bell end. And don't worry, Chris, I've not forgot. You played it when I was in the kitchen because I desperately needed a drink. My mouth was going dry and talking nonsense about... Uh, it was when I was gushing over... Kel, I lost all my fluids, but that's for another chapter, another night. Um, <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I did that purposely. I did do that purposely for you. You can you clip it if you want. You did. Oh, you should believe you me. That is. <laughs> it. That is. I mean, oh no, no. Uh, I'm just going to call that one fluid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I thought I'd let you have that little moment. You like to clip me out of it. I'm just popular on this channel. Uh, but no, for me, again, statistically, the second best player that Leicester had the season, whether you liked how he was throughout the season or not. The problem was, I think there was a certain bell end, and I'm just going to say bell end because if you play it or not, that's up to you. I'm just going to call him what he is, and that's his no, proper name. No, you count it against me when, you, when I do. Damn it, he's cocked on what I do. Uh, no, but I'm going to call him by his proper name, and, it, and you're right to call him one, Chris. You are right to call him a bell end, so I don't worry. Um... He seemed to maybe both of them thought that he was better than he is. Mm. And what I mean by that is he was like it. Brendan treated him like a like a, a kid with a short attention span or the mischievous class clown because he never seemed to let him sit in the same spot, did he? He was very fidgety. He played him deep in the middle. He played him in the number 10. He played him on the left. He played him on the right. He played him as a second striker. He would play him anywhere but his favourite position where we've been getting the best out of him. And I swear to this day, I swear, Brendan two and a half years ago banged his head and it completely messed his brain up because he just stopped playing players where they were good. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he complicated a simple game, as a famous player a person once said, Chris. Um, and I was frustrating. 
And that's why I gave him a six, because when he seemed to play as a number 10, it was, there's Madders. Yeah, there he is, playing back to his best. Good old Madders. Yay, yay, Madders is going to do what he always does. Yay, Madders, we love Madders. And then maybe more times than not, okay, he was played out of position, so you could grumble it a little bit. But, and I know we haven't got to him yet, and it's going to be very brief when we get to this sort of player. I used to say that a certain player, if he started, made us start with 10 men. But Madison played a quarter, if not more, this season. Mm, I wonder who. Uh, yeah. But some sometimes when Madison started, the game played out as if we were playing with just 10 men. Because he'd like to spend more time going, I want to be the hero. Leicester are struggling. So if I can score this shot from 25 yards out, or if I can take on these 16, six, these six players and, and, and score the goal, I'm going to be the hero. Not, not Jamie Vardy, not Harvey Barnes, not Kieran Jewsville. No, I'm going to be the hero. And I think he got a big, a big case of hero syndrome this season. And for me, when the chips were down, he went missing. When he wasn't getting played in his favourite position, he went missing. So that's why I give him a six. Yeah, no, that 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 is fine. Um, so, well, he got a seven off of Jordan. Um, you sit house, Jordan. You cry. And he said it would be unfair for the missed penalty against Evan to overshadow what was another very good season for Madison. His goals. Uh, excuse, excuse me, the guy who who's, who's England teammate who knows he's seen his water bottle in the in the dressing room didn't know that the goalkeeper would probably stay down the middle. Can't blame him for it. I fucking can. Watch me. I just did. <laughs> His goals dried up at the wrong time, and he tried too hard to do it alone towards the end of the campaign. Yes, yeah. but he was. I'm so, I'm, no, I'm sorry, Chris. Can I just add on the Everton thing? Right, that's like that's like me and you doing one of these quizzes, and me giving you the answer, and you still getting the question wrong. Was it not? Let it go. No, no, no. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but he was mostly excellent, showing off dazzling footwork and eye for a pass and fine finishing. His performances at home to Forest and the way at Everton were generally world class, and that is why he got a seven. Um, we've gone from Madison in the middle to Mendy in the middle, and I love this guy so much. And he should have got so much more than four. I'm sorry, Brad, if only for that goal against Spurs. Yeah, if I was judging on that, he'd have got an eight. Um, I really would have. Uh, for me, the rating, the reason I gave him a four is because I was pissed off he didn't start or play as many games as he should have. Because I was almost angry, and we both were, Chris, and a lot of you guys in the comments, and girls, and, and Thems and theirs and lampposts, so whoever you, whatever you define as, you know, each throne, right? Um, you know, we were all angry because this man didn't seem to no matter what he did, no matter how well he played, he never got that consistent run in the team. Mm. And he deserved a run in the team. He didn't deserve to be an 88th minute, a 92nd minute substitute. It was going to do bugger all and affect the game in any shape or form of dynamic, whether we were 1-0 down, 1-0 trying to win it, whatever. What's he going to do in that position 
for the next two and a half, four minutes, whatever it were. Absolutely bugger all. So again, his stats don't add up to actually how well he played. It might say, and again, I don't know this, so I'm going to use the same number. He might well say that he played 20 games this season, but I guarantee you most of them were substitute appearances, and I guarantee you most of them substitute appearances were after the 70th minute mark. And I couldn't give him more than four because for every good performance he he put in, he then won't play for six games. And I'd forget about... I'm probably forgetting some good performances because he had such weird spells out of the team. You know, he'd go, he'd go from getting dropped, coming on as a half-time substitute, to playing well as a half-time substitute, and then the next game playing eight in the 80th minute, and then the 83rd minute, and then this, I don't get it. No. So yeah, I, I, I get again. Uh, he, I unfortunately again go and check it out. Uh, the um, the video from last night, which, like I say, is still it's on it's on the the uh, under the pick zone. So uh, is the up there with the latest videos that I've uploaded. Um, but I, I, if he leaves, I don't blame him. I don't blame. No, him. I don't. I really don't. You know, he deserves better. He does. Um, what um, Jordan said, he may be unadventurous in his style, but with City games often chaotic, there was a craving to see more of Mendy at the base of the midfield. Uh, mm -hmm. He perhaps had he, he had perhaps his best ever City game in the win over Spurs, in which he scored a cracker. He could not get himself a regular spot in the eleven. And that's why he got a six. But to be honest with you, from Jordan, that is praise indeed. That indeed. is for him. And to be fair, indeed. he would have got a six. Yeah. Indeed. Indeedy. You see what I did there? That's why I interrupted you, because it was such a good lead-in that I didn't want to waste it, but I feel like I have done anyway. <laughs> a pair of threes. Yeah. Um... I have a question for you, Brad. Why is it? Why is it when ladies go to the toilet in pairs that nobody bats an eyelid? When I do it, I get thrown out the greengrocers. Wow, that joke! I don't know why you did. Yeah, you're such an arsehole. Um, Come on, get your job. Be professional here. Where was I? Anyway, indeedy. How do I describe this, this, this season? Um, he looked like a bargain. Uh, he looked like a bargain deal. And, and at some points uh, previous, I was saying... I would say that he is the closest reincarnation of Ingoro Kante. This club's going to find that we've landed on our ass with Ndidi yeah. this season. I don't know which Indi I don't know if there's a, the real Ndidi still on holiday and he and he's being held hostage somewhere. But we got the wish order Ndidi this season. He was terrible, barring the clearance off the line or a couple of clearances off the line against Newcastle. He was the wrong version of a penalty ready to happen because the only penalties that were ready to happen were for our opposition. It was awful. He was lucky to get a three, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And um, 
Jordan also gave him a three. No other player seemed to have as dramatic a fall in their form as Ndidi. He went from dominating midfields and being a reliable presence in front of the back four to providing no protection. If you can't regularly win tackles and interceptions, pick up on the loose ball, City are going to suffer. And like you say, got a three. Um, all I will say to everybody is if you've got a tin hat, that basically, <laughs> go and find it. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Over to you, Brad. Biggest waste of 30 million we've ever seen arrive at the King Power in my life. God loves a trier. And I'm not going to say he didn't try, but he skillfully avoided having any talent as a footballer. Awful. Zero. Um, don't hold I'm, back. I'm a, no, don't sit on the fence. Stay no, I, won't, I know, I know, I will, I will. Don't worry, I'll get there. I think there's a famous Star Wars quote uh, that Count Dooku used against Anakin when he says, my powers are doubled since the last time we met. And he said, uh, double of nothing is still nothing. Well, it, you know, I, I, I doubled IOC Perez's rating from last season. And unfortunately, he got a zero probably from me last season. So double nothing is nothing. In fact, the well, only the way... This, we've just sort of gone very silent. Don't follow probably. Us. I know, but you know me, I like to throw out a curveball quote out there. Um, in fact, the only way Iosi Perez would get a rating from me, and, and I refused to give him one, no matter how much Chris begged, um, would have been, a, he, he would have got a 10 out of 10 for moving to Real Betis. Because that was the best thing he could have done for Leicester this season was leave, and he did that. That aside, though, in footballing terms, big fat whopping fat zero. Uh, in fairness, though, at least he moved on, which is more than uh, a certain lamp post did. Uh, his time at City felt like it was up at the end of last season, and the performances in his few outings this term proved it was, albeit there were a couple of games where he showed his qualities and teamwork in attack. Um, qualities? What qualities? Anyway. Oh. Bookline says there, Oya's Oya's most underrated player. Uh, we usually won when he played, um, and when he did, we didn't. No, I think he finally probably played three games, and we won two of them by fluke and lost one. So, just carry on, carry on talking about Perez for a second. Um. If I had a pound for every minute he played and wasted my life of watching football, I'd be a millionaire. No, scrap that, I'd be a billionaire. I, I've never, ever, and again, God loves to try, and God loved him because he tried, bless him, and I do I do feel as horrible, I do feel bad despite my horrible words, but I, I can't remember the last time I heard a player's name in a lineup and felt like we were already starting the match with 10 men. Because every time he played, he never heard him. To be honest with you, I love the fact that I could have gone at any time, but I waited until I was in Paris to make you talk about him. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. 
I'm a oh, man. Oh, you love me, really. Um, Ricardo. Uh, well, he got a four, sorry, off, off Jordan. We've got another pair here. Um, two fives. Ricardo. Yeah. Um, the biggest downfall for Ricardo Pereira has unfortunately been his big, biggest downfall since he got his first ever, I want to say semi-long-term injury. I know he's had two long, longer-term injuries, but ever since he st- first started getting injured, he's been addicted to getting injured, Chris. Mm. Uh, another season hampered by injury, because otherwise he probably had the potential... Had he been fit and been able to play 38 games for this season, he probably would have been up there as a contender for player of the season. Because when he was fit and able to play, he was extremely potent for us and extremely good going forward. And, he, you know, he might have only been held together by blue tack and sticky tape, but he still managed to bang one in the top corner against Crystal Palace, didn't he? So, you know, was it him that did that against Crystal Palace? Or am I thinking of he Castagna? Did, he, I know. Did, he did get a goal, yes. Yeah. yeah, so he's always he, we've always at least got a one goal in him uh, per season. So he managed to hold himself together long enough for that. But because of them long-term injuries and consistently being out for three or four weeks at a time, I couldn't give him more than a five. No. Uh, and to be honest with you, it's a shame because you think, you know, he is a bit of a sick note. But if he wasn't, what a great player he could be. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's what makes it even more frustrating. In 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 a, in a way, it makes him more frustrating because you're like, oh, if he's fit, he plays really well, and, he, and again, he's probably one then that you you kind of say if he's fit, he's one of the first names on the team sheet, especially this season. Easily, yeah. he would have been. Yeah, so, it's, it's a, a shame, well. and I honestly, I mean, we you know we, we've discussed this. I'd, I'd, I would play him as that right winger uh, that we just got. Well, we can't seem to fill. Well, uh, we did, didn't we? You might get yeah, we. There. Yeah, we we did at one point, didn't we? We had Castagna on the right. I think JJ on the left, and Ricardo was our right winger. So, yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> God, that came up and not down. Uh, Jordan gave him a five. There were glimpses of prime Ricardo, such as a silky back heel against Chelsea and an excellent strike against Crystal Palace. There See, you I remember my stuff. I knew it was him. But once again, that's all there was. It was another campaign which injury stopped him from featuring with any prominence. Five. Um, we love this guy that's coming up next. Uh, Brad, not, not as much as Nacho in your case, but he has he has let us both down this season. Well, not let us down. He has disappointed us this season. Yeah, he has. And he's one of them players that I was just gutted about. Because, again, a, bit, a lot like Mendy and others, never really got the run. And when he, when he was given that chance, we all got excited. And it was like, yes, Pratt's going to start. He's going to play. And then he played for 45 minutes. And it'd be the most depressing 45 minutes you've ever seen in your life mm-hmm. from a player. Because he just wouldn't... He just, he, it's like... Um, it's like he'd, he'd been space jammed, like he'd had his abilities taken away from him, his talent yeah. was taken away. But if you asked him to come off the bench for 20 minutes, he'd run around, he'd get stuck in, he'd win the ball, and he'd, he'd excite you. And then you'd be, then it's like, you know, you'd get amnesia and think, why doesn't he start again? And then, of course, he'd start, and you'd, you'd remember his why he didn't start. And, you know, for me, no, Demari Gray was a, was, I was at Perez levels. Bad for me. Um, but we move on. 
we don't we don't speak of that. But yeah, I go like, okay, I kind of get what you're saying. And sometimes he, he'd actually do something good, and then you yeah, okay, maybe a little bit better than Perez, but still. No, to um, me, with, with, with no, the the, the uh, super uh, sub thing. I was yeah. making was the fact that he would come on as a sub, play great, and then you start him next game, and he'd do for goal. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately for me. Do I think he'll be here next season? Go and find out after this show. Go and check it out. I ain't telling you anymore. I'm not giving any more spoiler alerts. But he, he just... He had an opportunity, didn't he, Chris? He had an opportunity to really make one of them key positions his this season and prove, I'm here to fight. We don't need you to stay up if you're going to if you're gonna sulk and, and throw a wobbly because we're down at the bottom. And he just, he just didn't take it. So, yeah. Four for me. So four from you, um, for Mr. Pratt. Uh, and he got um he got a five from Jordan. Um there were games in the oh no, that's the wrong person again. In the early in his early season standing displays, which was home against Leeds, he was excellent. Slotting into any position he was asked and providing energy and good link up play. But he never built up enough momentum to make himself an influential part of the team, looking lightweight at times, and got a five. Okay, this should have been the tanking, Mr. Samari. Yeah, divides opinion. Some people really, I think he's Marmite to, to Leicester fans, it seems, because some love him, like I do, and some really hate him and don't see what he brings to the squad. And maybe that's because he was restricted by a bell end. And we only saw it in the latter part of his career. I, and again, not talent-wise, but the way he plays and the way he can do things, he reminds me of a Yaya Torre. Built like a tank, muscles you off the ball, not afraid to get in your face and and, 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 and sit your ass down on the floor. And he does it cleanly more times than not. Yes, he's picked up a yellow card. But, uh, oh, two seconds. Oh, let me, give me a second. Uh, hi, Rich. How are you yeah. doing? Uh, doing Rogers yet? Uh, no, but Rogers did us many times last season. <laughs> uh, Bookline has given Samari a three. Um, he gave Pratt a three as well. Um, Brad is just having to sort something out at his end. Uh, so let, let's have a look at uh, Samari. I like him. Uh, you know, we. I. I, I I moan about him because, oh, God, it's another yellow card for Samari. But then I'm saying we need somebody that can give us that bite in midfield. You know, we, we've said so often, you know, we're, we're a bit powder puffish at the moment, our, our team. We've got nobody in there that's, that's prepared to put the foot in. And yet he was one of them. Um, uh, and that that's, that is why I like him. Um, and I, I, I think he was a bit done by... by your friend and mine, uh, Brenda, uh, in the fact that he, he didn't play to his strengths. Yeah, he didn't. And when he did, for me, he really did come alive. He really did. He drove, the, he drove, he was a driving force behind some attacks. He got forward more and he just seemed to play in a better position and a better role. And you seemed to see more of him, didn't you, really? You saw more yeah. of him playing on, on, on on the pitch, and I think that's when it worked out. So, yeah, for me, he was a little bit out of the team, shall you say. He wasn't played to his position because Brennan signed him and then said, oh, yeah, I know you play this role at Lille, but I want you to play 
a completely different role. So, yeah, yeah very strange. But, yeah, there we go. Got a four from Jordan. Uh, there were games in the autumn when he had a long one in the side and looked good. Briefly under Smith, too, he looked like he'd finally adjusted the Premier League football, too. He was driving up the pitch, serving good, serving good balls and chasing back hard, too. But then there were other times when he looked completely lost and neglected his duties. Gets a four. Again, for me, though, I've got to say, you know, he didn't have no run in the team. You know, no, he didn't. No. You know, and, and if you don't give a player a run in the team, you can't expect them to come in and just say, well, they go play. You know, oh, well, I'm used to, who's next to me? Who's playing? You, know, you can't keep swapping it round. Dean Smith did it as well. For me, I'm going to go out on a limb here because I say you gave him six and he got four off um, um, Jordan. I would actually, I would actually look at that. And oh shite! I just realised the time. I'm sorry, you wanted to go, didn't you? Yes, um, I like. Uh, I I would actually say let's build the team around him. That is what I think of him. Yeah, uh, people would laugh at me, but you know, if you've got to go, mate, I can carry this on on my own. Um, is that all right? It's just that I know I've waffled. It's my own fault for it being being so late, and I know we're close to the end, but it's just um. Promised, I promised there. Uh, yeah. yeah, we, we have got a few still to go, so mate, no, you go. Thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow night again. Who knew? Who knew? I know, right? Move in together, that's what they'll say. Yes, and uh, apologize to your flat, mate, and thanks for coming on, mate. No, I appreciate it. And get your tell Jordan his wet wipe. Come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I will do. Mate, Take care, buddy. Cheers. Mate. Thanks to Brad there. He, he, he had to go, and, and, and um, he's supposed to go at half nine. Yeah, it's 10 to 10. Um, I did say, he did say, how long is the show going to go on for? And I said, well, to be fair, mate, it's up to you. Um, we'll just run through these here, uh, these last ones here. Uh, Harry, um, a pair again. What a pair. There's a lot of pairs here between uh, Jordan and uh, and Brad, whatever he says. He gets a six from Brad, but he also gets a six from um, from Jordan. Uh, a little bit strange. In moments when City were trying to defend counter-attacks, he was vulnerable. But as for the defensive basis, he did a good job. He put his giant frame to good use to dominate in the air, which helped City at set pieces, uh, while he held the line well to close out attackers. One disappointment was he didn't get on the score sheet, despite a few huge chances. Gets a six. And again, that's another player that we need to build the defence round next season. Um, as much as I love Evans, and, and he gives us that stability, and he gives us that brain, like I say, that he could, you know he knows his legs might not be there, but his brain's still active. Um, and I just think it's a shame that um, that he's, he's as old as he is. But you know, at the end of the day, no, you know. <sighs> Harry is the future for us. And I think, you know, why he wasn't being played as much towards the end, probably because, you know, you had Johnny coming back in and uh, and maybe he did play better with FaZe. Who knows? We're all managers, aren't we? Uh, next up, we have got, um, look, Soyuncu. Six off Brad, seven off... Uh, seven off... Um, Off Jordan, sorry, my mind went then. Seven off Jordan. And I'm going to say this. Oh, I'm just going to play it and then get it out of the Bell way. End. Because, yes, 
we've lost this player. Uh, he said he was offered a new contract, but why should he sign one when he's not even being played? Don't blame him at all. Uh, he's going to go to Atletico Madrid, but the Belen there didn't think he was good enough to play for Leicester. As soon as John Terry came in, he said, why the hell isn't this guy in the in the starting eleven? And he came back and had three matches back and uh, got man of the match three times. Says it all for me. Um, next one, well... You know, <laughs> what can I say? I mean, the, the, whoever whoever tries to play this role, it's always, always no Mares. Four from Jordan, one from Brad. I'm going to be the same as Brad. I'm going to be honest with you. I can only go. I can only go a one. Um, I don't know where Jordan gets the four from. Uh, some people absolutely loved him. Um, he had one good game, and then he turned into a into an under. Um, Jordan said he gave City fans perhaps the thrill of the season with, with his mesmerising debut at Villa, but then it all went downhill quite swiftly. There is talent in those feet, and you can see him tormenting defensive with the dribbling in the future, but this proved not to be the right time nor the right club for Tete to thrive. Totally agree. Uh, failed to deceive. Um, you know, all those, all those Brazilians that are out there, uh, and it was a close shave that we got him. Sorry. Uh, but look, yeah, it, 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 we I think we got the one bad Brazilian. Um, don't know how, don't know how we ended up with him, but we did. Uh, and thank God he's only on loan. Thank God he's only on loan. Yuri Tielemans, are oh, just all I can say, mate. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, all right, he scored a goal. You know, he scored an odd good good goal here and there. If you are that good, mate, why has nobody been beating the path to your door? Uh, no European team seems to be after you. Um, looks like you could be going to Villa. <laughs> yeah, that was worth it, wasn't it? I mean, all right, it's still in, they're still in the Premier League. All right, they're still in the Europa League. Maybe if you'd put in a better two, a better few performances, we might not have been in the shit that we were. And those crocodile tears, oh, I love Leicester, sorry to believe in. You've dropped us in the shit, mate. You could have signed a contract and you could have got us some money, but no, you want a bigger signing on fee. You think you're better than you bloody are. Uh, you're not. I would have given you a, I would have given you a one for this season. I don't think you deserved four at all. And all I can say is goodbye. Thank God you've gone. Get out of our club. And I, I, I wish you no success whatsoever. Uh, Luke Thomas. Three from Jordan. Uh, six from Brad. Is a funny one. Again, he's one of these that kind of divides the well, doesn't kind of, he definitely divides opinion uh within the squad. A bit like Ben Chilwell. Uh it seems to be when with Leicester fans, when they take a disliking to somebody, it doesn't matter what they do. You know, we would have been up shit creek without him on that left back because of the injury to uh, uh James Justin. But for me, uh um, you know, he... He's old, and it's hard to think that he's. He looks about ten, but he's actually older than Christensen. I, I, I don't know why that people don't like him. Yes, he has his frailties, but you know, if we, if we, if he hadn't been there last season, this season, we'd have had Daniel Bloody Marty playing at left back. So look, give the give the lad a a, a, a break. Had we stayed up, he may well have gone to the championship on loan. Well, we are in the championship now, so he's going to be no better off. And he's too good for League One. Um, yeah, like you say, six from Brad there, uh, three from Jordan, 
Uh, as has been the case before, he often came into the team when they were short on players or in a rut, and it usually didn't work out too well for the homegrown left-back. His reading of the game and use of the ball was good at times, but there were too many errors and too many times he was bypassed by his man. But Jordan, there was also a lot of times when he got us out of the shit as well. Uh, but look, you know, three from Jordan. Um, Mr Vardy. What can you say about a man like Mr Vardy? Four from Jordan, five from Brad. I, I, I hate myself for feeling like I do about Jamie Vardy. Had we stayed in the Premier League, who knows? He, he may well have moved on for his last season. He may well have seen if Sheffield Wednesday wanted him for his last season. He may still do. And do check out uh, the show from last night, uh, retain the release, and you'll see what we actually say about him. But I think he could terrorise quite a few defences in the Championship. Um, I think if Dakar... If Dakar had maybe come good, and like we said earlier, if you're watching, not down to his fault because he wasn't being played, but had he been played more and trusted more and not dropped at the slightest little thing, then Dakar might have been more confident to go out and play uh, more. We, we could have used Jamie as that super sub. Um, I think if he stays next season, he's going to rip apart a lot of championship defences. But, um, yeah. To me, um, uh, I, w- I wish wish he wish he had uh, stayed around uh, and, and not stayed around, but I wish he'd have um, not gone out. I don't even want him to go out. I just think, like so many players, like so many players, that the uh, end. cocked their careers up and cocked it up for Leicester. Danny Ward, um, look, he got. Um, let me bring him up. He. He got a three from Jordan. He got a seven from um, from Brad. Uh, Jordan said, entrusted with the gloves, the pressure of the number one uh, on his back appeared to get to Ward with the shop-stopping qualities he has shown in cup matches during his time as cast of Michael's deputy, uh, deserting him. There are a couple of more confident showings just before the World Cup, but otherwise his inability to keep the ball out of the net was one of the reasons for City's downfall. That, Jordan, is very, very harsh. Look, I think Schmeichel had to go. I said Schmeichel had to go at the start of the season, and I honestly, you know, believe that he had to. Miss his leadership, miss his voice in the dressing room, but he, he, for me, his time had come as a goalkeeper. Danny Ward had only played one Premier League game. That was the end of last season because Schmeichel was never injured. Uh, but when you come in. And I've said this, if, we, if we'd have had Gordon Banks, Peter Shilton and Kasper Schmeichel behind that defence that we had at the start of the season, we would have still been conceding four and five a game. You know, if we'd had all three of them playing because the defence was so awful. And I'm afraid I think it affected his confidence. Um, I've got to say, I, th- you know, I wanted to give him time. I think he got that time. But Everson came in. Uh, so a three... A seven maybe was a bit high, I think, from Brad. I'd have probably gone a five, but um, but there we go. Um, yeah, I think he will. Yes, yeah. Uh, I, I think he, he could do it well. I think he could. This is last season, next season. Uh, I think if Sheffield Wednesday were to knock on Leicester's door and say, any chance, 
I think Jamie Vardy would say, guys, can I please go? Because they are obviously his, his, his boyhood club. And I think we should let him do that. I think he's done enough for this club that we, we, we say to him, you go with our, our best wishes and maybe just a nominal fee. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we, we've got we've got another pair here. Um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of agreement between Jordan and uh, and Brad. Um, Mr. 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 I don't want to use it again, but I'm going to have to. I'm sorry. Belend. He doesn't get a three from me. He gets a zero. The guy was shit. The guy couldn't manage his way out of a paper bag. Uh, his ego meant more to him than the club. Uh, he should have moved on, but he was he was holding on. Whether he was let down or not, I don't care. He took good players and he made them into bad players. He took a team that did... Well, let's be honest with you. Yes, we won the FA Cup thanks to VAR and Chilwell's big toenail. Uh, yes, it was a great goal, but had that gone in and that boy well, went in, had that been allowed and it had gone to extra time, I think we would have got beaten again. Uh, but look, we won the FA Cup and yet he took those players and he made good players bad. He didn't develop Drewsbury Hall any more than he, he had done. He hadn't developed Barnes anymore. He'd got them to a level and that was as far as he could take them. For me, he would get a big back, big bad. Uh-uh. And if I could, I'd have given him a minus. So I think I think Brad's been very, very generous there. Um, Dean Smith. Four from Jordan. And I think that is harsh. Seven from, Bren, uh, from, uh, from Brad. Look, Dean Smith came in with eight games to go. That's not his fault. That was Top's indecision and deciding when he did when he did grow a pair of balls and say, now is the time to get rid of Brendan Rodgers. We went, ooh, I haven't got anybody in mind. What am I going to do? Um, so he came in, Man City was a give, we got Wolves, we beat them, Everton and Leeds withdrew. He had in his eight games a, a 10% higher winning rate percentage than Brendan did in the 28 games that he had. That says enough for you, for me. So he got seven, and I think that's probably fair. He was given a godforsaken task, in all honesty. Um, we kept, we kept, we kept in, we kept in. Well, we should have kept him for one week, and he should have gone because that that Brentford game at the start was absolutely embarrassing. It really was. And that was the first game, guys. Look, that that's it. That that it, it's time has come. It's all over. Um, We've got one more show tomorrow, which we're going to be reviewing all the Premier League side seasons. Um, and then next week, we are going to be uh, rebuilding the quiz channel. It is a new channel, LTID TV, the quiz channel. Um, if you um, know Brad's channel, Top 10 Battles, do sub to him because that will still exist. You're still, And when we change it over you'll still be staying sub, so we won't lose you. So you can sub to him now, but it is going to be renamed LTID TV, the quiz channel. Uh, the top tens are going to be no more, but we are going to be having a lot of quizzes. Uh, Brad will be the, the quiz master. Uh, they won't all be Leicester quizzes. The main Leicester quiz will be on this channel, but there will be quizzes that will include other teams' uh, fans as well. So we've got the Pyramid game. Um 
which, which a bit like Tenable on the TV. So how well do you know your team? We've got the prices right, which is all about transfers. Uh, room 101, when you do take on somebody from your own team uh, and try and convince Brad that uh, your choice is the one that has to go in into the bin. Uh, who am I? That's what it says on the tin, really. Uh, the million point drop. I am so looking forward to that. Uh, the Nations League. Um, so those are all coming. Uh, we might be even having play your players right. We've got so many ideas. We're really going to take that. They say, if you like a quiz, that's the channel to get on to. Uh, Leicester quiz will be on here, the Big Fat Leicester quiz. So, um, it, you, you, well, it's basically LTID TV, the quiz channel, as it says there. Basically, if you've if you've subbed to if you've subbed to top ten battles, you will be subbed to this channel. What we're doing is taking that channel, just changing the name. We're going to be do, I'm doing all new artwork. It's all ready to go. Uh, me and Brad just need to sort of get together during the day and sort it all out. So the channel will have a new look. The channel will have the same look as mine, just purple rather than blue. Um, so if you are if you are subbed to top ten battles, you will automatically be subbed to LTID the quiz channel as well. Uh, so a lot of quizzes, like I say, not just for um, not just for. Uh, Leicester fans, uh, like Room 101, we could have two Arsenal fans up against each other. Uh, Pyramid game will be about your team, whether that's York City or or, or whoever. Um, yeah, I, I think I think um, I think, yeah yeah you, you must have subbed to his channel, Anthony. You, you're right. Uh, so that's all coming in the next few weeks. We hope to get that going during the summer. Of course, we will be having um, women's football. It's back. It's the World Cup. We will be covering that on this channel as well. Um, and then there will be a, a women's football show, which Brad and Maisie will be doing together. And that will be on this channel. So it's just going to be quizzes with Brad on his channel. You might see me pop on every now and again. Uh, but other than that, basically, Brad's going to be hosting all the quizzes and then he'll just get people on to do the quizzes with him. But we'll talk more about that as we do. We will need guinea pigs for them because we're going to be doing one of each quiz to see how it works. And obviously, if some don't work, we'll be dropping it. But look, thank you very much for joining. Those are our ratings uh, for um, for the players and the managers from this season. Uh, we didn't put Vestergaard in because he just never played. Uh, <laughs> I'd have loved him. I, I was almost tempted to put one up for Vestergaard just to, just to wind Brad up. But look, Thank you so very much for watching. Uh, thank you to Brad, as always, been in it. And he's back with me again tomorrow night when we'll be rating uh, Manchester City, Arsenal, Manchester United, Southampton. Basically, the 20 Premier League teams will get rated. Um, thanks to everybody that's been in the chat today, giving us their, their votes and points. Uh, been listening to us, whether it be on YouTube, podcast, or Spotify, Apple iTunes. Uh, or Google, or any of the main podcast platforms. Thank you so very much. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel, and then go and subscribe to Top 10 Battles as well. Like I say, that will soon move. We'll have to get used to not saying that. So, Less Little I Die TV, Less Little I Die TV, the quiz channel. Make sure you subscribe to both of those. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, when we will be rating the, the teams in the Premier League. Thank you to everybody who has been uh, and joined as a member recently. 
next season we are going to be doing member-only shows. So there are going to be shows that, well, as it says on the tin, there are going to be members only. Uh, so if you're not a member, basically you won't be able to watch it. It's one ninety nine, gives you that as well. So you can uh, become a member and uh, all you need to do is click on the button either in the description or underneath the video on YouTube. Uh, it's one ninety nine by direct debit. Uh, our latest member tonight, Highfields Fox. Thank you so very much, young man. You are a gentleman, as they all are that are on there. And uh, you get discount on, on uh, clothing as well and uh, uh, on LTID TV uh, merchandise. And we do shows with you, get you on shows, etc., etc. There's a lot there. Uh, so look forward uh, to you if you're doing that. And you just help run the channel as well because it does cost a lot with all the graphics and everything to do. So all donations. And I'm retired, so I'm an old man. I can't I can't keep this going on my pension, you know. Right, guys, thank you very much. I will see you tomorrow at 8 o'clock. One last time. Bellend. I will see you tomorrow. This has been LTID TV. I've been Chris. This is Arnie. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.